0: good morning evening afternoon everybody ladies gents boys girls um attack helicopters i don't know what other people what other kids are saying that they're going by you know i'm just trying to get back into the groove go with the flow but no on a serious note i haven't done this in three months that's i'm so sorry like and a lot has happened too but i mean three months like that's that's like no excuse like i, I can hear y'all just screaming i mean like what the fuck no bad are you okay like what's going on i promise i will get to everything not this episode but i'm gonna talk about my plans for what i want to do now that i'm getting back into this in this one but this is just gonna be like a really long and kind of interesting uh you know intro thank you plane Hello, yes, we, we can all hear you, your, your, your engines roaring so beautifully in the night. Thank you, sweet Jesus. All right, into the next segment. So, I wanted to talk about what I'm going to do for this episode and the next few episodes yes so like i said and i've previously stated you know i've been gone for about three months and oh my dudes my dudettes quite a lot has happened good bad kind of eh dramatic sad like i'm gonna get into all that right but so for this episode i want to kind of wrap up and talk about okay well first off i want to finish uh, what the last episode was about and I think I do remember it was a weird crush that I had in a college girl definitely have the results for that so no worries and then as well as I'm just gonna kind of continue towards maybe like mid-October so I'm just kind of gonna cover all of September for this episode because oh boy there was there was quite a bit that happened but um yeah so I'm gonna do that for this episode and then what I'm planning on doing is the next episode is going to cover through like so from where i left off middle of october to around the middle or trying like the beginning middle-ish of november and then my third ep like the third episode after this is going to be what's been happening from like the november to now but yeah that's the way i'm going to segment it so stay tuned everybody I appreciate you guys for actually listening, but uh, I will do all the, the sappy thank you and congrats and ba dee ba at the end. Oh, look, another plane. Yes. One of God's greatest metal birds in the sky. So I literally just stopped. And just stood there, kind of eyeing it down, waiting for it to come challenge me. Y'all already know I'm not smart. I don't know why y'all continue to listen to me. But y'all know, like, my, my, my chromosome count is in the negative. Anywho, start of next segment, right now. To where we left off last time, um, just a quick recap, I don't know if uh, y'all y'all might need it because I'm pretty sure I need it. Um, I met this girl in my online college class, her name was Val, and I thought we were kind of hitting things off, you know, maybe like I thought initially that was just me kind of thinking about it too much, getting it over my head, maybe falling too uh, quickly. Turns out all of that was true. <laughs> um, so when I made that episode, I tried like getting in touch with her again, like texting her with, uh, and she wasn't like responding at all. So I was like, Oh, Oh God. Did I, I was like, maybe I did something. And I was like, well, you know, cause that's what I normally think when someone doesn't respond like that. I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool. I did something. They're mad at me or they just don't want to talk to me or this or that. Right. Like that is just my, my my, my track of my like my mindset i guess so train of thought that's the words that i was looking for i found like we eventually talked again a few weeks afterwards um she had messaged me maybe like a few weeks afterwards and she was just like hey how's it going i was like Hey, not much. How how are you doing? And she's like, I'm good. Just and still, you know, with the class, like English class and everything. I think she was making fun of our professor, like we were doing. You know. Shout out to uh, if my boy Avery is ever hearing this, I miss you and I still remember you. Probably don't remember me. It's okay. It's cool. I maybe just made it awkward. It's, it's, it's my job. It's my it's my literal purpose in life. Okay. So. Yeah, I was like, hey, you know, so, like, I got really confused and kind of irritated because I was like, okay, well, I make the episode, I try talking to her, like, afterwards, nothing, so I wait for her to, like, to message me, and then she's just, like, out of the blue, and I was like, okay, you know what, I, I don't know what's going on, I kind of need to quell my own, like, mindset like my own mind as well because it's like oh you know maybe you fucked up oh you definitely fell too hard this that you know so I'm just like okay you know what no we're just gonna so I called her figured we need to just kinda straighten things out settle like kind of settle things you know just kind of put them on the plate you know and I was upfront about it. I was like hey did I come on too strong? Like I'm if I did I'm so sorry. I norm like the podcast is pretty much where I go when I need to vent, you know, when I've just got a lot that I want to talk about or I feel like in some episodes, God kind of compels me to speak on certain subjects. So, you know, this is just kind of my way of letting myself be heard, you know? And unfortunately I'm very specific about this podcast not being at like I'm very specific because I don't want it edited I don't want it to have different like themes or anything I've thought about sponsorships honestly and I'm like "Mm, you know what I don't think I really want to be making money off of this because then I'll have to like advertise some product and I don't know I don't know but for me I just I want this to be my own thing you know just for people to hear me if they want to and maybe not to hear me but maybe it's something that God needed them to hear, or some kind of lesson in there. Somewhere, if you can like sift through the shitstorm that is my thought process and the connection from my brain to my mouth, and where it just kind of gets warbled, you know? But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sorry that I made like the episode and that that whole segment was talking about you. I just kind of had a lot on my heart that i kind of wanted to say and i probably shouldn't have you're right but i did so i'm sorry if that made it weird i hope you can forgive me and she was like yeah honestly i mean i was very weirded out by that because i started i didn't think that you thought we were talking like that and i was just like like i didn't say anything you know i let her finish but in my head i'm like bro really like I even talked to some of my friends about, like again, this is in my head. I'm like, I even talked to some of my friends about you, and the way things are going with our conversations and the, the the video calls, the way you reacted and everything. Like you're constantly smiling and laughing. Even they thought like, dude, like she she sounds interested. So I'm like, oh shit, oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, at least you're on my side because I'm not even on my own side, you know. But you know, she was she was continuing. She was like, yeah, I just kind of wanted to stay friends. I was like, hey, you know what? it's again that's that's on me but yeah i'm, I'm more than willing to stay friends and she was like I, I apologize again i was like yeah i'm, I'm sorry that i, I kind of started liking you like all of a sudden i really apologize for that. and she was like eh, it, it happens a lot you're good so i'm just thinking, i'm like bruh thank you for telling me that i'm not the only guy that's hit on you or started liking you, I, I really appreciate that. Like, it didn't hurt me or anything. I was just still taken back by it, and I didn't know how to respond. So I was just, just kind of let it sit there. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, we kind of stayed friends. And then, mm later in, so I know I wanted to, like, I'm going to kind of jump around just a little bit. So as of now, it's December 10th, or yeah, just still September 10th. So we're going to go back a little bit to mid-October. Uh, we hadn't really talked too much. Mo- like, we hadn't really, like, talked at all. I kind of started messaging her again. Just, again, just to ask, like, how she's doing. How's college? Like, how's your family? Things like that. Like, I wasn't going to just be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, maybe we could start talking. Like, now, like, maybe she's interested, you know? Like, I wasn't doing it like that. I kind of wanted to start a conversation first. Kind of see how things were going. And my dumbass. i wasn't drunk or anything i wasn't high but i was just like hey you know what she already said she wanted to be friends but let's just fucking ask her just straight up and i was like you know what what can go wrong you know maybe that was where i kind of messed up but what can go wrong so i asked i was like hey oh no sorry this was last month in november I had to clarify that because I was kind of rattling around. Anyway, so I was like, hey, you know what? Do you, do you want to go out and have lunch sometime? Like, it doesn't have to be anytime soon because I know you, know, you kind of take like the COVID thing very seriously with your family and everything, and I completely respect and understand that. But I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm like, what's what's the harm, right? <laughs> Her reply was so fast, bro. The the four words that every guy. Or anybody in my position wants to... Can I help you? Yes. Hello. You are ruining slash entering my podcast uninvited and unannounced. I hope you have a safe landing. What the fuck? But yeah. Those four words that everybody in my situation hates... I have a and then I'm going to put a blank because for me and for those of us that like the like those of us where they have a boyfriend the word is boyfriend but I'm gonna leave it blank because maybe for some it applies to I have a girlfriend I have friends where they have multiple they have either two guys and a girl or two girls and a guy and I'm like hey you know what you do you I personally don't know how that works but if y'all can make it work, go for it, But so yeah, I was like, oh, shit okay, well that's kind of what happens when I just kind of maybe just kind of jump the gun just a little bit too quickly just a little bit, like, I'm not saying, like, I kicked it like a whole fucking football field, but, you know, I was like just a little bit, you know, just a little bit too early so yeah, I was like, okay, well, uh, I, I hope y'all are y'all are good and happy And that was pretty much it. So, yeah, this segment was about that college, girl. Um, If I want to leave any kind of lesson at the end of this, which sounds really weird coming from me. I don't think I really give the best advice. People still come to me for it. But anyway, um, don't fall too fast. I know that's very generic and just extremely vague but I'm sure that can apply to a lot of people including everybody listening to this I have that problem where I kind of fall too quickly because well I mean the closest thing that I had to a relationship which I've talked about very minorly you know it was enough to get to the point I've talked about in my previous episodes I think it was like in season one um fucked me up a lot so, I kind of have like because we moved so quickly. So, I kind of just have that in my mindset. I'm like, oh, okay, things are kind of clicking. Maybe I should just kind of seal the deal. But that's just because of like, like habit, I guess. And I'm not going to use that as like a way to excuse, excuse me, bro. Well, I don't know what tonight is. Like, is Michael Jackson fucking, I don't know, like, from, like, is he risen up from the grave? Are you having to go, like, stop him from, I don't know, touching the kids inappropriately? Like, I I, I don't know. Why, Why are there so many planes, bro? Why? Why? Hope you all have a safe landing, too. Anymore, please, dear God. No. Okay, I'd like to finish this episode or this segment first. Yeah, maybe not too. uh, just, I don't know. Maybe don't fall too quickly easier said than done and i kind of feel like a hypocrite for even letting those words slip out of my throat because i don't know how i can apply that to myself i start seeing things are working i start thinking maybe and then i find a way to fuck it up so don't be like me yeah yeah i'll I'll end it right there that's my lesson in this case when it comes to and crushes and little interests and things like that. Just don't be me. All right. Next segment. It's funny that I brought up the college girl from, uh, you know, last year. Yes, last year, from last year uh, into last segment because... Funny enough, that's actually what I was going to get into. I'm going to get into more of like the nitty gritty of that situation. I'm finally going to open up about that or like at least to to those like to whoever listens to this as well as talk about how that actually ended and how I was able to finally let go. So um, quick version of the recap like I don't know if this is anybody's first episode or like whatever but yeah just a quick version of a recap your boy, me, big stupid over here started talking to a girl in one of her college classes in person Um, my freshman year so this was last year like 2019 that school semester at SAC and I didn't even think It was going to turn out this way. You know, I was really just looking like I was I think I was asking her for help, because if you know me at all from high school, I have a serious attendance problem. Right. And and unfortunately, it kind of occurred in college, especially since transportation was not as reliable as my own two fucking feet. I have I had to start taking the bus, which took an hour um, to get from my specific pl- like right outside my apartment to the sack school okay you know this one's actually pretty serious so uh i'm kind of getting like into the emotional and heartfelt stuff thank you yes continue going that way and don't send any more of your fucking friends please please but yeah, I had reached out to her through the, the Canvas messaging app and I had asked her for, for help because I had missed a day. Somehow, some way we exchanged numbers. I I want to say, yeah, no, it was definitely me that asked for the number, just because I was like, well, the canvassing app is kind of not really working because it doesn't really cause it doesn't really show like a notification, it doesn't give you like a notification when one of the students or like one of the teachers actually messages you or anybody in your classes or whatever, there's no, like, notification for it. So, you know, it's kind of hard to see if your teacher ever got back to you or, your like, your specific student or classmate got back to you. So I was like, hey, you know what, this this is kind of shit for talking. Let's actually go into, like, let's actually exchange numbers. And that immediately turned into a three-hour, I am not kidding, a three-hour conversation with this girl that I have... Honestly, maybe only met once or twice at this point in time. Um, so yeah, um, to kind of speed things along because I do need to talk about what happened in September. We started talking more, we kind of started liking each other, but she was very, um, you know, she was very honest about her having a boyfriend, right? So I was like, oh shit, okay. Well, I don't want to take you out on that date then that I had asked you to. Um, I do hope we could still be like friends and not make it awkward. I really wish it had stayed that way. You know, I really wish we had it stayed like just friends and like just being weird, awkward friends or like classmates, you know, and then eventually just kind of like drift and fade off. I really wish it stayed like that but it didn't both of us started getting closer and closer started hanging out like almost every day just getting intimate with each other i'm not gonna like say we had sex or anything because we didn't but it was it was definitely more than like like you know you see those two people and if you ever saw us like out in public, or like in like when we went to the park or something, you'd be like, mm, you know what? They're kind of not really more than friends. Like they're kind of not really just friends, you know. But yeah, so that was that was the beginning of like a very toxic thing for both of us. We, I feel like I can admit that we both used each other. You know, I feel like she kind of used me to maybe get what she wasn't getting from her boyfriend, and honestly. I was like you know what I mean I've been dealing with my friends and you know uh with their relationship issues and when they come up to me and ask for me like about this kind of stuff and at this point I'm feeling a little I'm feeling like selfish and entitled I'm like you know what where's mine you know, like, I'm helping all my friends doing this, doing that. Like, they're, they're talking to me about how, you know, like, one of them has already cheated on her, like, four times and still got back with her instead. And, like, that relationship's toxic. You know, just so many different examples. And I'm just, like, you know, like, I feel like I'm fucking old here. You know? Like, I mean, where where is mine? Like, I'm I'm 19. Again, I'm, again, talking, like, at this point in time. I've never had a girlfriend. I don't consider anything that like people like you know like elementary kids like oh my god yeah you're my boyfriend and girlfriend it's like yeah i'm i'm sh- I'm, I'm real sure that you know i would see like a five-year-old take you know like I'm, I'm not gonna count any of that you know like kids say stupid shit but like i felt like you know god kind of owed me this and i was deserved this and, like i deserved to be happy and as, as, as like, toxic and terrible as it was, she made me happy, you know? And at least she gave me the impression that I made her happy. So we, we kind of continued, you know, it was terrible. We both knew what we were doing. I honestly just kept just like waiting for it to just kind of crumble all around me, you know? But um, to quickly wrap things up, we tried breaking off from each other like three different times. The first time I won, like I did it because I didn't feel right anymore. Like going behind her boyfriend's back like that, going behind my own morals. I, I, I started getting into this pit of like self-loathing, and I was like, no, like this isn't this isn't good for me. This isn't good for her. This definitely isn't good for my relationship with God or anything. Like, I can hear him just just screaming at me, you know, like what what the fuck are you doing? Like I'm not going to stop you. Because you have your own... Like, you make your own choices. But what are you doing? So I I broke it off. And she said that I broke her heart. The next day, we got back together. It wasn't long after that that we broke it off again. She was the one to break it off this time. And then the third and final time, I was the one to break it off. Or maybe we just kind of drifted at that point. But... So, we, we stopped, like, talking in, like, December is when we finally stopped. So, it wasn't a very, like, I knew her basically from, like, September of, or August to, to, like, November slash December. So, it wasn't, like, a very long, quote-unquote, like, relationship thing. We weren't official. Nothing like that. But it was, it was bad. She made me happy. I, I think I made her happy. But it was bad. And... I thought we ended on at least somewhat good terms and I thought I could just move on. God, was I wrong? So now, after talking your ear off for about nine minutes straight about the past. Well, funnily enough, like funny enough, I'm going to continue talking about the past just a lot more recent. Now we can talk about what happened during September, the like towards the like the middle slash end basically so before no after we stopped talking i had made attempts to message and reach out to her in february on valentine's day i got very lonely and depressed so i messaged her that i was like hey how you doing hope everything's okay and she was like yeah i'm doing good me and my my new boyfriend are just fine i was like oh shit That pierced. So, okay. Summer came and I messaged her again. So, it became a very bad habit of mine. I'm not going to say I continuously messaged her, right? But, like, it was at least, like, maybe three or four times throughout this year. And September was, I guess, the last time that I could... I guess it it was the last time I messaged her. Yeah. I started talking to her. Um, this was back when my room, like my one of my best friends and brothers for life, Christian, was, was living with us for a little bit. And it was early in the morning. He was already asleep. Messaged her one final time, just, hey, how you doing? Can we, like, I was like, look, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Can, can we call? I've kind of got a lot to talk about. So... She was like, okay, yeah, I still have your number saved. That, that hurt me. I was like, oh, fuck. I, I, like, I'm like, I deleted yours a while ago. She was like, you want me to resend it? I was like, yeah, yeah. So, when we started, like, I called her that day, and I was like, honestly, it has been a year now since I met you, and... We became that weird, toxic, unofficial thing. And even though we stopped talking like that in December, I'm not over you. I, I hate to say it, I really do, but I'm not over you. And I am, I'm, I'm okay to admit, like, I feel okay admitting that. Because, in the, like, and again, this is in September, like, previously I've told myself I'm fine. You know from December to February I never forgave myself at all from then on I kept trying to tell myself I'm fine it's been three four five months now I should be over this I think I'm over it and it wasn't until I'm calling you now I'm I'm finally able to realize I'm not and it hurts because I don't want I don't think I necessarily want you in my life like that again Part of me does. Part of me really does because you made me happy. But at the same time, it's not going to work. And I can't do that to myself again. So I honestly straight up asked her, I was like, you know what? You've had exes before. Not many, because I know you're not like that, but you've, you've had boyfriends before. You've been heartbroken before what did you do to you know get over her or get over him like what what did you do and she she honestly really tried helping me you know she was but to me it just sounded more of like the very generic hogwash thing of like oh you just gotta love yourself man this and that and I'm not trying to make fun of her but I'm just like in my mind I'm like yeah that's it's not really working right now it's kind of why I'm in a like a pit of self-loathing and like depression has has really taken over me since like December. <laughs> so I'm like it's just really not that whole like love yourself kind of thing and giving it time it's it's not really fucking working for me. <laughs> so I'm just like please like any other tips. Um but before I could finish, you know, she had work. So I hung like we hung up we agreed to call each other um, that night so we did and I decided to go on one of my walks while I call her because one I'm already like well I'm ashamed that you know I'm talking to her again I'm more ashamed that more than 50% of me wants to just rip and tear through all of my remaining morals and uh, you know like the the, the boundaries that I set for myself and just ask her, do you, like, please come back, you know? So that phone call turned into a two-hour conversation. And I cannot say this, I cannot exaggerate how much I had missed just Being able to talk to her, like just hearing her voice. When she would talk, I would stay silent for like minutes at a time. And I would answer only when she would ask like, hey, are you still there? I was just lost in the nostalgia and remembering what it was like when we were talking like that, when we were in that thing, how she made me happy and... It felt good to finally at least, even if not in a very healthy way, feel that kind of love or affection or whatever from somebody else like a significant other. I, have, I've never, I had never had that happen to me before to this day. I still haven't, you know, but like it, it was, it wasn't therapeutic. I'll give you that because I mean. Obviously, that brought up a lot more of those memories and everything, but it was, it felt nice. It felt so, so nice to just listen to her, to just be on the phone with her and just in a sense, connect with her again. Um, (laughs) Embarrassing for me to say, but the truth, um, I rambled and I, I, I tripped over my words constantly when I was talking to her. And I had asked her, like, I, I had told her, I was like, I'm so sorry for what happened. I'm sorry for t- starting to talk to you like that. I'm sorry for ever getting into that situation with you. I'm sorry for this. I'm sorry for that. And she's over here still, like, one of the sweetest people I know. She's like, Stephen, like, Steven, like I, I have already forgiven you so long ago. I, I don't consider like I never hated you I never did I I never thought of you as someone evil or bad you know like well what happened happened and I don't like I'm not going to forget that and hearing hearing her say that was that part was actually therapeutic because I had been trying for so long to just forget not move on as in take the time to really understand what it like what I did What happened and go through the pain to eventually reach, you know, the end of that little tunnel to where the healing can not only start, but eventually, you know, you'll be able to walk through that entire, you know, you'll you'll be able to walk that journey of healing and and be done with it. And you can actually say with um, full confidence in yourself that you did it, you're over it. Whatever the, the bad situation was. I I I hadn't. I I thought I had forgiven myself, but I hadn't. I still hated myself for doing that. I still missed her. I, I like I had so much negativity in me. And I snapped. Not in terms of like me yelling at her, but I, I couldn't keep my composure. I couldn't keep my heart on a leash anymore i asked i was like i'm not gonna say her name because i'm still like you know it it doesn't matter but i'm like please can we try again and she's like try again what do you mean and i was like us you and i i know recently you know like because we still followed each other like on social media we just never like really talked talked Except for the times that I would message her cause I'd get lonely and then I would I would stop because I would every time I would apologize be like, I'm sorry I called you, I shouldn't have done that. And she just she kept she kept answering and she was like, That's no, okay, like I'm here for you. Like don't like you're still one of my you're still my friend, always. But um Yeah. I was like you like I know recently you posted that or no recently you were telling me when we were on the phone earlier Uh, during the day that that guy that you were with up and left you about a month or two ago I don't know if you're seeing anybody now I know for me as much as it pains me to say it you know like my feelings haven't changed in the year that has gone by that we met Do do you want to try again? like can we meet up? just talk. I know it's kind of hard with you know, COVID and everything, but like, please. Like, at this point, I was like, I'm kind of just metaphorically on my knees, just basically begging at this point. And I know. Simp! Simp! But, yeah. Yeah, I'm not afraid to say that I, I totally simped for this girl. That's, that's how special she was to me. That's how much I thought I meant to her. And she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to to meet up you know and talk but it's gonna be it's gonna have to be his friends cause I'm I'm, I'm seeing someone right now that part of the conversation hearing a one final no as, as, as bad as that is to say that was the closure that I didn't know I had so desperately longed for I needed to get my heart broken one more time I needed to know that what I had dreamt of, and what I had longed for wasn't going to happen. I had to hear it crumbling down around me. That last shatter, that did it for me. Right then and there, I said, you know what? No, I'm sorry, I don't want to meet up. I'm glad that you moved. I'm glad that you were seeing somebody. I hope that y'all are very happy and I wish you nothing but the best and I hung up and I had tears in my eyes but they weren't of sorrow they weren't of loss it wasn't as if I was grieving over someone forgotten no they were tears of relief God had broken me one final time I needed to hear those words just one more fucking time. Just so I can finally be rid of it. I finally got through it. That was when I started healing. Now, honestly, it didn't take that long. I was, I was done in like a day or two. Maybe just a day. I was just blown away by what that did to me by hearing that final No. Yeah, like I said, this segment was going to be kind of, like, emotional and heartfelt. Sentimental. Simpy, even. But, um... Yeah. That was pretty much... Up until... The end of... Like, the end of September. And then... I guess I'll talk a little bit about... What happened... In, like, early October. But that'll be next segment. Zooming on in for the semi-final segment of tonight's episode. Not really much um, happened after that, you know? Like, the sense of relief I felt after finally being able to, to let go was... Oh, my God. it was It was heavenly. I could finally look myself in the mirror and realize you know what I had done forgiven like forgiving myself for it and actually moved on and after a year of you know having a battle with me trying to tell myself that well I'm already over it when I wasn't or trying to gauge myself on how I should be over it already or it's not gonna matter this or that she hate like blah blah, 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 blah. whatever excuse I tried giving myself to hide how I really felt you know, that, that that curtain was was torn I didn't need that anymore I was finally able to let everything go and be be true to, to myself and how I felt and how I should feel but um yeah uh so start of October um... think if oh yes so i had gotten interested in overnight stocking at uh walmart as y'all know you know i i I was a was a cashier slash self-checkout person at walmart for uh from now would be a year and a half yes because yeah but um yeah, you know, I, I started getting interested in overnight. We, we had finally brought that position back. I had asked about it. I was like, well, why, why, why did we bring it back? Like, I thought we discontinued it. And the managers were like, well, yeah, funny enough, um, corporate was the one that was, uh, you know, that made the, the call to sever. Er, like, not uh, OK. No, to to cut that uh, position because they wanted to see how it would affect all the other stores and for whatever reason your boy's store 4162 or the one by churchill if you're familiar with the area was the only one that actually profited from it and really didn't lose money and really didn't change or have any negative side effects at all it was literally all the other stores at least in the area if not the state, maybe countrywide, that had problems. So corporate was like, ooh, shit. Yeah. Um, we discontinued that back in like, the start of last, like the start of this year. Should probably bring it back now. So I started getting interested in it. I was like, you know what? Overnight stocking. Why not? You know? Like, Depression is not a new subject for me or for anybody who's listening to this podcast. I mean, it's it's something that I've talked frequently about because it's something that I struggled with, like, almost on a daily basis. I've been struggling with it for six years now. And I was like, you know what, I could really, really use a way to just be able to work through my depression, literally. I mean, I have a terrible habit of staying up all night anyway, whether like either due to depression or I just can't sleep or I just don't want to or whatever. So I'm just kind of already like an insomniac at this point. So it doesn't exactly work that, you know, I get home around like midnight and then I stay up for like four or five hours and then I have to be... And then I pass out. And then I have to be up early, like early in the afternoon to go work at said early in the afternoon to the, like the midnight shift again. So my work started suffering from that. So I was really talking to my managers about this. I was like, look, I think I really want to do overnight stalking. And I was talking to HR about it. Um, since I'm ending this episode with, like, the middle of October, your boy got hired for uh, for overnight stocking around, like, the, the 10th or 11th of October, I think. Um, it was such a different... It was so different, you know, than me uh, going into, like, being a cashier. It, it felt great that I could sleep all day and not feel bad and then come to work during the night and literally work through all my problems like I-, I wouldn't be able to give you know depression or anxiety or like worried about the future or like wh- whatever it is that normally plagues me mentally around this time of night from 10pm to 7 in the morning I would not give two shits about it because my workload was that big <laughs> that was much more important than me Allowing this to get to me and it was an amazing feeling it was an amazing feeling to finally have a, a way to I guess you could say escape from it I never saw it as an escape I saw it as like a no this is like a like a blocker for me I don't need to escape if I don't give myself the time to even like you know be able to go through with it in the first place you know like, I'm, I'm literally, like, putting a stop to it. And for the first few weeks, depression hadn't gotten to me at all. So it was, it was, it was a different change of pace. It was a little bit of a raise, too, like 50 cents per hour. But, um, yeah, no, it was it was good. It was, it was really, really good. One thing I do have to mention, though. And since I got hired around like the middle of October as the stalker, I had some not so bueno things happen at the beginning of October. So after me finally able to let go of College Girl, depression was getting no, I allowed depression to get to me. And I let it get to me bad. If y'all know my area at all, or if you guys know, like if y'all are friends and Y'all know where I live to just or if not, I, I, I live in the Castle Hills District uh, behind the Walmart near like like my Walmart, obviously near the uh, the Luxford Elementary School. Again, if you all kind of know that area um, and then f- the distance from my place to Sac, not in miles, but in terms of like length of time. Well, for like a bus ride, it takes an hour because I know personally car ride usually takes about like mm, 20, 25, 30 minutes max. Your boy spiraled really, really badly into a little depressive episode and walked four fucking hours from my place pretty much to sack. And I only say pretty much because I was literally maybe 15 20 minutes of a walk away from the fucking campus itself I it was it was a lot man I was I was thinking you know after everything that I've had to go through I was done I, I didn't want to do it anymore. And it, 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 I know, like, it, it makes no sense because, you know, like, I was just finally able to let go of a, of a trauma that has been pressing on my heart for over a year now. But everything just, just hit me like a truck all at once. Depression came out of nowhere. Naturally, the suicidal thoughts, you know, started. They, at first, they just started kind of creeping in every now and then. Then they were just fucking ramming through the doors of my mind, constantly ravaging around in there, being the only... Thing that was on my mind. There, like every time I tried to go to an escape, whether it was you know talk, trying to talk to a friend, or to you know to video games or any, like, literally anything else, they they would either inhibit me from doing it entirely. I wouldn't even think about it because I would be so lost in the spiral that I I I, I put myself in, or I allowed myself to get to. It was. It was bad. I didn't want to do it anymore. I I didn't want to fight. I I hadn't fought when I haven't fought when depression comes and gets to me for over a year now. Like as as like that that's terrible to say. It it honestly is. But I mean, fuck you know like when it comes at me like that, I I I feel. Helpless and defenseless. I lay down any kind of defense or guard that I may put for myself Mentally and I I just let it have me Anything destructive that it does and it's mostly self-destructive I'm like, you know what fuck it go at it Because I know this cycle It it, it comes and goes for a few days or it stays for a few days and then it leaves And then not too long afterwards, it'll come back again. I'll get sad, mopey, this and that. It'll leave again. This time it decided to really grab me by the throat and just like a leash, like a dog on a leash basically, just kind of have a go. I took it everywhere with me, to work, to, to friends places. And I went out walking. I walked a hell of a lot more frequently At the beginning of October, almost every day, every day that I would either—and this was like a few weeks before I even got hired for the um, night for the the night shift—right after work at midnight, I'd go walking an hour or two. Normally, I do that like early. Normally, I would do that just to kind of clear my head. Maybe I had something on my mind. Obviously, now I do it for this podcast. You know, I can I can vent and, and, and funnel my emotions and me through here this was every day it got worse and worse and worse i was completely different at work too i had to go home early some days i had asked my manager if i could just leave i wasn't feeling right they could tell just by looking at me that there was no fire there was no life in my face even like with a mask on You can see my big, brown, beautiful eyes. And normally, the expression that accompanies it is something of laughter, something of happiness, joy. I want to do what I can to spread that to other people. Especially a soft face, one that hopefully some can turn to, to, you know. Just for me to kind of let other people know that hey, you know, like you're not alone. Talk to me. I got you. We can, we can like we can get out of here. We can go laugh. Like, we can go do something to to get your mind off of it. None of that was. It looked as if like I looked at myself in the mirror and I couldn't see anything. There, like as if it never like any of those signs ever existed. Nothing, nothing but sorrow, nothing but feeling bad for myself, nothing but self-loathing. During um, breaks, because we had two breaks and then lunch. I remember one of the first breaks, I literally went behind the store. I put on my music and I cried. I bawled my fucking eyes out just thinking, no one cares. No one cares. Or if anybody does, it's sh- I don't. Me, the, the person that's that's dealing with this. The one that's that should care out of everyone That I know, me, I do not care. I don't care anymore. I I don't want to try. I don't want to fight. I just want to die. I don't care how much pain it will cause other people. I don't care what God has... Given me already. I don't care what he has planned for me. I don't care about the the other people that I'll begin to influence or meet. I don't care about the friendships that I'm leaving behind. I don't care about the many hearts that are going to be ripped out of their fucking chest as I as my body lays. I didn't. I don't care. I don't care. I just want to be gone. So one night I decided I couldn't sleep. I woke up in the middle of the night at one in the morning. I was off that day. Grabbed my headphones, I started walking. I called my friend, Kiana, and we've called each other in the past when we're we're dealing with these episodes, because she also deals with it as well. I I, I called her crying. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. She tried giving me the, the pep talk that I normally either give her or something that I needed to hear, and I love her, you know, she's a great friend, but at that point, I, I didn't care. I, I wasn't listening to what she was saying. They were just words to me. And I hung up on her while she was talking. I didn't, I didn't answer any more calls. I didn't answer any messages. I just... I put my, put my headphones in and I just kept going. And the, the route that I was taking you know, had me cross a few big streets and everything... I would see flashes, you know. I would I would see like cars passing as they're they're you know, they're me as they're driving by me, and everything in me wanted to jump in front. Everything in me just wanted to take just a few steps from the sidewalk and allow this giant metal thing to just collide right into me and kill me directly. Because I mean, the way that they were driving—not to say that some were like obviously some were speeding. It's nighttime, you know, but like just the regular speed limit it, it was it was definitely faster than the car that I, I initially got hit by you know two years ago that was only like 30 I, I survived practically almost just fine I know at the speeds that they were going and at the initial impact I would die that was what I craved so thankfully though Although in my head, I I thought I was just too weak. My legs wouldn't move. Everything else was being driven towards the road. My last thing that I wanted to see was the bright headlights of any car going fast enough to take me out of my misery. But my legs just would not move. And that made me more pissed off than I was before. That made me more depressed than I was before. Why am I so... Eager to leave? Why am I so eager to go? My body will not, refuses, like just flat out refuses to let me end itself, to let me end myself. Why does every fiber in my being just want to jump? Why does every fiber in my being just want to move my legs, just find a way to have them move themselves without me doing anything? Just let it, just let it go. Let me die. Let it end. I don't want to do it anymore. My body just would not move. I called my mom. I, I caved. I cried. I think I broke down crying in that span of the walk, maybe three or four times. It was like almost every. Maybe it was more than that. To be honest, I mean, my my lungs were hurting from how much from how much I was crying. My, my the clothes, like the, the shirt that I had on soaked pretty much with just how much I was wiping my face and everything and how I just let the tears fall from my, my, my cheek I called my mom I was like mom I can't do this anymore I, I don't want to anymore my mom was the one to, to help me talk me out of it she helped me realize that I was I was giving too much again I wasn't allowing myself to have any of the help that I need any of the affection or the love that I wanted I was too busy giving it and it nip me in the ass every time even friends that I hold dear and I will never trade them for anything I cherish them with all my being when they would ask for help you know even just a tiny bit I I would give 110% to go help out with their small itty bitty thing but I was too proud to ask for it for myself I'm over here giving 110% every time. I'm I'm not even leaving. I'm literally leaving nothing for me. I'm down in the negatives of hundreds of percentages. And I refuse to let anybody see that I need even just 1% of help. Just one little thing to help me get going. So she helped me climb out of that and she, she picked me up by a gas station. I called her, I told her where I was and little bitch boy, I cried in her arms right then and there. As soon as she picked me up, I sat in her passenger seat and I let everything, I let everything fly in. Those her simple words, it'll be okay, you'll be okay, they... They held so much for me in that really dark time. I even took to social media a few days after just to let people know what I was going through and how I was just ready to just end it all. Not because I wanted people's attention. I wasn't trying to gain people's sympathy or pity. I I just, I needed to let it go. I refused to go to this podcast. I refused to do anything. I mean, these past three months that I've been basically on a hiatus, I've refused to talk to you guys to talk out loud to talk to God for his sake and mine obviously um, I, I just kind of wanted to keep it all in and I'm so stupid why, why, why am I doing that to myself? so yeah that was pretty much the uh, pretty much the end of this segment. I'm glad God would not allow my legs to move. I'm glad I had my mom there when I really, really needed her. And I'm sorry that I refused to turn to him. Not once did I call his name. Not once did I ask for his help. I just wanted to trudge it alone, thinking that this is what I deserved. had so many like when I put it on my social media I had friends that I hadn't even talked to in a while reaching out to me saying hey I'm here for you hey I'm here for you hey I love you hey you're loved hey you you matter hey this hey that hey what's going on talk to me hey I'm sorry I don't reach out hey I promise you I love you hey I promise things will get better hey I promise that God is there for you hey I please please do not give up please please don't don't lose yourself please don't lose that faith that you have please don't lose that smile please you're bringing light to everybody you're bringing this sense of happiness and joy God I had no idea what you're going through talk to me please let's go get lunch let's go get this I had an immense amount of support I had so much love from so many of my friends that i refused to bat an eye towards Even to those that didn't respond. I-, I knew that they knew what I was going through. and I know they felt sorry for me. I hated feeling that, but... My friend Stefan... Pretty much saw what happened. He was like, hey, no. No more of this. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. Fuck that, okay? You almost killed... Like, you pretty much almost wanted... To, like, you wanted to die. You almost killed yourself. and Your body just wouldn't move but you wanted to die fuck it tomorrow morning you're getting lo- like you're getting your ass up i'm picking you up we're going to breakfast and we're talking cuz i love you and i don't want you to ever do that again i don't want you to think like that talk to us talk to me we're here for you i'm here for you lesson for the end of this segment when those voices those little demons that you have start whispering in your ear start telling you lies start describing how everything around you would just disappear if you did and they ask you to to let them in And they ask you to feed them your energy, your happiness. And they ask you to listen and be compelled by what they say. In your actions, in your train of thought. Don't. Just one word. Don't. When you feel like giving up, when you feel like Letting go of any hope that you have when you feel like not wanting to turn to your friends for help, when you feel like you think you can handle it on your own, that you don't need anybody else, you don't need outside help, you don't need God, you don't need somebody over there watching you, protecting you, keeping you safe, letting them know that, letting you know that they love you and that you are loved, and that you should just give it all away. Go ahead. Don't. You matter to your family, to your friends, to strangers that you walk by. They may not know anything about you, but they see you. You've been imprinted in their minds, even for just a small glimpse, for a small fraction of time. And that stays with them. The connections that you forge here are real they're strengthened by time by commitment by love for each other you are loved and you matter so don't ever think otherwise i don't care how proud you think you are i don't give a damn who you are if you need help If you believe in a higher power specifically God you better get on your fucking knees and beg him seek him find him go to him let all of your flaws down at his feet and feel safe and secure and loved in his arms if you don't Go to family. Go to friends. Those that really care about you. Those that actually want to see you thrive and see you with a smile on your face. Or just to see your face in general. Just to show. Just for you to show them that they also matter. Because no matter what you're, whatever you're going through. If you feel like you can't handle it. But they see you, they see you still standing. They see you with that smile on your face, refusing to give in to the world, refusing to back down when people just tell you, oh, you should just be gone. When your demons try and compel you over to their side and they just see you stand and smile or laugh or even just to cry, to feel human. They see you nonetheless and how you are still there. You survived. You inspire them and you give them hope that they can too. And we build each other up like that. (sighs) Okay, wow. This segment was a lot more emotional than the last one. And I thought the last one would be the most. But yeah, let's wrap this up. Well, as per usual, I usually try to keep this into, like, a 30-40 minute thing, and as soon as I start talking, as soon as I let my emotions out and my thoughts kind of start to just move like a fucking train at light speed, naturally, I go over time, um, but yeah, that is a quick recap of from where I left off at the beginning of September to towards the middle of October, um, To those that have listened, thank you. To those that have waited, I'm so, so sorry. Clearly, in just September alone, I kind of had a lot to go through, you know, but... (coughs) Sorry. Thank you. I hope that... Those of you who listen... I hope that you get something out of it, I guess. You know, um... I never wanted I don't want this to be like, oh, yeah, I'm known for this guy. Like, I don't want to be known as the podcast guy. You know, I'm I'm literally just doing this just to as a way for me to vent, as a way for me to express how I feel, express what I'm going through. And I've talked like I've said this so many times, you know, but that that has never changed. And I don't ever want that to change for me. I don't really ever want to profit off of this. What I want to profit off of, I guess, if if anything, if I feel like I need to be given something or like, I'm like, I hope that when y'all hear it, y'all can relate to it. Maybe in some of the words or some of the lessons, it inspires you either to go out and make change or to do something, or maybe just to be more grateful and have a more positive outlook on life whatever it is that each and every one of you takes away from this, I personally believe that whatever it was, each episode that stuck with you, that really just felt ingrained, I felt like that was what God needed you to hear. Maybe you refused to listen to it when he tried telling you directly, or through friends, or through other different or various signs or messages. If God can use me as a vessel to spread his message to everybody by sharing my testimony, I'm more than grateful and more than willing to do that. So once again, guys, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to I mean, this thing has gotten over... This whole podcast has gotten over 500 plays. That's insane. I don't, I don't care if my audience isn't that big. 500. I don't know if people are, like, fucking playing it on repeat or... Honestly, I'm not really trying to do math right now, but... 500. Like, over 500 plays. Honestly, I should have done, like, a special podcast thing just to celebrate that. But with that being said, this has been Sincere Sessions with Steven. I don't know what episode number we're on. But remember, this is part one of my three part episodes. So, I will see you all in the next one. God bless.